is the Driven Women's Guide to Love, Life, and Business. Hosted by the boss ladies Alex and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Another episode of Girls Gone Boss and a special one because we are getting ready to wrap our 2020 season. Alex, how is it that we're wrapping 2020 already? This is crazy. I know. Season four is coming up. That's insane. It's It feels like a blur, right? Especially this entire year. 2020 has just, I feel, I feel like it's felt like the longest year of our lives. Yet again, it's also felt like a blur. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, this year has truly been one for the books. I mean, we had uh, our first global pandemic that we get to tell our children we have experience. Well, you're already experiencing with your child. Yeah, she was born in a pandemic. So that's interesting. We had, uh, you know, obviously so much racial tension in the country, so much um, racial disparity, election year. Um, so much just tension overall. I mean, I think our everyone's life shifted at the same time. And to me, that was just, I don't know. I feel like it had to have shifted just the way the world moves, you know, and how we function. I think I can know, like, we can only be hopeful for a better 2021, 2022, you know, and a, a better future. Um, because I think that a lot of conversations had to be had in order for us to progress as a country and as human beings. So with everything um, bad that has happened, I think that good things uh, should come out of it um, in the near future. Yeah, I do feel that people are hopeful and are looking for a better tomorrow. And just having hope alone gives you like that energy and that that shift in energy that we need sometimes to just move forward because it has been very painful and very hard for a lot of people losing jobs, you know, um, losing loved ones. I mean, COVID is super real. Um, and it's just a lot, but thankfully on our end, um, you know, we've been healthy. We've been able to be very productive, we still have our jobs, which is a blessing. I always give thanks to God because, you know, we had to shift our world as far as like working from home. But what a blessing, right? Because not a lot of people can say that. Exactly. I agree. So where were you at the top of the year in 2020? And where are you now? Like January 1st, where were you? I was, I was nervous. I was I was a complete wreck just because I had so much to get done work wise um, and podcast wise uh, before the baby came right because I was I was gonna pop any minute now so I was on on go go mode with the lowest energy that I've ever felt because anybody that's listening that's had a child knows that like your third trimester is like it's it's just complete misery <laughs> like every part of your body aches uh you can't sleep you you're uncomfortable 24 7 you're moody you're starving like all of the above things right you're just so hormonal so I was just anxious for for Riley's arrival um and then comes maternity leave and it was the most rewarding 
three months that I've ever experienced in my life. Like I, I never knew how much I wanted to be a mom until I got pregnant. Like it really has changed my life completely. My outlook on life, um, the way that I do things, uh, the reason that I do things. And, and I just have so much love for Riley. So that was like the top for me. Um, but then the pandemic started within two months, like when Riley was like a month and a half old. So everything very quickly shifted for me and then fear set in. So I went from a really high high to a very like low low. Um, and being in maternity leave, I was also worried for my job because I wasn't there. I didn't know what was happening. Um, but I, I've been very blessed to work for such an amazing company that has ensured that none of their employees get furloughed, layoffs, nothing like that whatsoever. Um, so yeah, those are my high highs. And that was my low, low, just panic mode, you know, safety for my child, wondering if I'm doing things right, if I'm making the right choices to ensure our safety. Um, and that's it. You? Okay. Where are you at today, though? Like, like today, you, how do you feel today compared to January 1st? You know, what's funny, Gabby, is that I, I'm still, I'm still fearful, but hopeful. So I still, I have a lot of hope that things are going to get better, but I still have a lot of fear because I know that it were a little bit long ways from ending the pandemic and from being safe and being able to be around our loved ones again, how we were a year ago. Um, but today I'm content. I'm happy. I'm a little bit fearful. Um, but I'm happy. I'm happy. And, and I'm just, I can't wait for the new year. Now, I think that we're still going to be in this at least the first half of 2021. And that's okay because at least I see the light at the end of the tunnel. So today I am hopeful and happy. I love that. Well, I wasn't pregnant January 1st, <laughs> but I mean, in January 1st, I think everyone, we all had high hopes for 2020 and we were going into a new decade. So I think we all had like this big plan of like new slate, you know, we're going to start a fresh new 10 years, you know? And I, I was with my friends in Puerto Rico. We went to like bring in the new year, like in the islands, tropical vibes, just like Single girl shit, you know, whatever. Puerto Rico. <laughs> and January 1st, I was in Puerto Rico thinking my life was about to change. I was going to be the love of my life. This is the year. This is the year, Alex. <laughs> and of course, you know, like anything in life, there's always like the uncertainty of not knowing what's next. So um, I was still traveling. The top of the year was busy for travel. I, I went to back to Puerto Rico for um, an award show. Then I went back. Then I went to New York. I remember my my um, one of my artists was revealing, unveiling like this big tour that they were going to have. And we did this whole Times Square reveal. And it was so fun. And this was February, like towards the end. And I think it was already like COVID was already around. It, it was because I remember you being in New York and the things are, were starting to just like really hit in the U S it had already hit in Europe, 
Um, but it was starting to really trickle into the U.S. I remember that because I remember you being in New York for that. Yeah. And um, and then all of a sudden it came March and, and the whole world just stopped. And for me, coming from like the type of lifestyle that I had and how how active I was, how much I traveled, how just the way that I move, I'm a very social person. It was just a, it was like a big, like, whoa. But at the same time, I'm also a hypochondriac and you tell me there is a virus out there. I'm not going to try to go out there. So it was like a, it was just like a weird moment for me because it was like a tug and pull of like, knowing my life changed, but then like also being very fearful. So, um, and, and then, you know, just kind of getting used to just being home and doing nothing. Um, and then where am I at today? Today I feel I'm learning to live with it. I, I was definitely more fearful in the beginning. Um, I was super like anal about whenever I would go out. Now I'm like trying to be a little bit more just like living with it and knowing that the only thing I can control is how I protect myself. So, you know, as long as I'm always wearing my mask and sanitizing and doing the social distancing, I should be fine. Um, it's been a struggle um, just mentally and also just in, in just a different way, like how my whole life changed and then thinking like, how am I going to be social again? Yeah. <laughs> my is all about like events and like being out there. And I mean, some people are, are already doing that because Miami and Florida is a little bit more open, but I just don't think it's smart. But mm -hmm. yeah, question. So you're, you, like you said, you're an extremely social person. Very, very social. You, you like to be around people. You, it's what your career is. Did you ever feel some sense of, um, a, ty a type of depression or like a very low low during the times of you having to stay home because you were so used to being so active and how yeah. did you handle that yeah um because I I suffer from anxiety and I have a lot of you know the hypochondria and then the anxiety paired together is just like awful um how I dealt with it honestly I feel that some people deal with it uh, I think I ate a lot of food and I even gained, yeah, I gained weight. It's like horrible. It's like, it's like you kind of substitute things for other things that make you feel good. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of sometimes how you deal with going through something. Um, it's weird because I also fight the fear of like missing out or like, am I, damn, should I go? Like I'm always battling myself. Should I go? But what if I catch it or but damn, if I don't go, am I going to be like missing out on like opportunity or like being there for like a very like important moment? Because we don't have to go to anything, you know, it's mm -hmm. really our choice. Like, our company cannot make us do anything, especially during a pandemic. But but you start to question yourself like, man, am, am I like forfeiting growing professionally because now I have these parameters, you know, and that kind of fucks with your head, you know? Yeah. But I then you're, imagine. I don't, I just don't want to fucking catch the shit because I live with my mom and I'm also very conscious of like not 
affecting her, which mm-hmm. she would be affected highly. She's she's obviously an elderly person. Right. So it's yeah, that battle of like my mind and then also just knowing like I can't see my friends. I can't even date. I I went out. I told you the other episode. I went on a date, which I was super proud of myself. I was like, eleven months in, I went on a date. I didn't but know. Like, you never told me you went on a date, Gabby. You just said that you were on the apps. That's what we talked about. And you had, and I was like forcing you to give someone their phone number. <laughs> I didn't give you the update. No. Yeah. I went on a, a, my a first ever pandemic date because I've been, again, I've been fearful of like, man, I don't know where these guys been. Like, yeah. what's the protocol? Should I ask them to get a COVID test? Like, I don't know. It's just a lot of anxiety. It's a lot of social anxiety now that I have that I didn't have before. Before I'd be like, let's go. Yeah. Now I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. And um, nothing, I just, I mean, it was a guy. I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't consider it a date, but it, it, it kind of seemed like a date if you're just getting to know each other I guess it is and um it was nice I knew he was kind of safe because he works in production and he had to always get like tested oh, yeah when you work in production you have to get a test every two three days it's mandatory so exactly yeah so that was like okay thank you Jesus I feel he's safe and then we also went somewhere outdoors so I didn't feel like so fearful about it so I was proud of myself that I actually like got out of my house, you know, went, I mean, granted it was just that one time, but I felt accomplished because that has been my struggle is like, cause I see a lot of my friends that are still very social. They still meet up with people and it's hard for me to do that. Yeah. I don't know if that happens. Oh uh, yes, absolutely. I see my friends like starting to slowly live their lives back to normal. And I'm still, um, holding my husband hostage in the house. So I totally I totally understand where you're coming from it's hard it is a mental it's a mental fuck big time yeah because I start to think damn am I being like super fucking paranoid for Mm -hmm. no reason Mm -hmm. but then I'm like damn is it worth it right to go out catch the thing and then come back home and be like oh it's because I wanted to go out like I don't know it's just that really fucks with me it's like a mental game every day yeah so Sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I'd rather have peace of mind and just stay home. And I'm sure, you know, things are going to get better and we will be out there eventually. But I only go if I really have to, honestly, to be honest with you. Yeah. And you're safe. But that's, so that's all you can do. Just protect yourself yeah, and be safe and take all the precautions necessary. Yeah. So who has really enriched your life this year? We know this year has been super... Struggly, that's book. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, there has to be that person that maybe has enriched your life, or maybe it's not. It's not. It doesn't have to be somebody that you know. It could be like a podcast you really were liking, or I don't know. Hmm. Damn. Maybe I should have let you send me the questions last. <laughs> so, guys, I Gabby's like, oh, I'm gonna send you the topic and the questions that we're gonna talk about in the podcast. And I was like, no, surprise to me. Um, totally regretting that right now. Uh, I enriched my life. You know what? This is gonna so. Uh, this is so cliche. This is so cliche, and and I'm gonna. Ju- I think this is gonna be my answer for everything, and it sounds so boring, but it's Riley. 
It really is Riley. She's changed me. So I, it's her. I don't, I don't, since I don't see anyone and I don't go anywhere, I barely have been consuming podcasts or TV entertainment. I've barely been doing it because I'm working from 7.30 a.m. till 6.30 at night or 7 p.m. at night. And then I, I'm home with the baby. Those are that, you know, from 6.30 to 9 o'clock that she goes to bed. That's my only time with Riley. And then on the weekends, I'm either working with you, Gabby, recording podcasts, spending time with Riley, and then working on productions for my, my normal job. Um, so I'm really not, I'm really not, um, consuming anything else to, to really enrich me. But I, I do have to say within my, my production team at work, I, a lot of the people within my team have actually enriched my life. Now that I think about it, I'm learning a lot from them. And when I started this new job last year, I was very new. And you know, when you're new, like, and, and being a boss, <laughs> a new boss, people are more reserved. They don't, you, you don't really get to know people as quickly as you would as just being an, a normal colleague. So being the pandemic has actually brought us really close together because we have to be more connected than before, if that makes any sense. Because since we're so far away, we have to be connected even more. And we're having to to work um, a lot harder and a lot uh, very differently on these productions. So working with them day in, day out, talking to them multiple times a day, there's literally no schedule. The schedule is out the window. There's no nine to five. It's like 24 seven. Um, has brought me closer to them and I'm learning so much from them, particularly three women in particular from my job. And I, I truly believe that they have enriched my life for the better and I'm learning so much from them. Um, so it would have to be them. I'm not going to name any names just in case, but it, it's it's the, these three women from work that have just really empowered me and, and helped my creativity come to life during a time that there's not much for me to look. I don't have that many creative outlets right now. So they've actually uh, enriched that for me. I love that. Yeah, I do agree that with, with coworkers, like there is this sense of, um, I guess togetherness because we are going through something very tough at the same time, all of us together. Um, so I do agree. I, I also have that with my coworkers and I feel like we, we have gotten closer in that sense, but I would say for me in particular, I think, um, the time that I've been spending with my mom has been a lot because obviously I'm working from home. So I feel like she, we've definitely gotten closer and she has definitely, um, it's cool because she has seen exactly like what I do for a living. Cause it's different when your parents don't know what you do or how much you work. And she, you know, she sees me every day working from home. So she finally tells me like, wow, you work so much. Like, I didn't know that this is what you did. Like do like, mm -hmm. she hears all the conversations, um, how, well, sometimes I stay working late and she's like, wow, you work a lot. Like, Basically, kind of like giving me props. Yeah, she's and proud of you. About yeah, and I don't think she even knew like what was my job. What do I do? <laughs> so, 
So it's kind of been cool, like, whenever, like, I'm doing cool things with my artists, like, I'll be like, Ma, look at this, like, blah, blah. So she's kind of like my coworker, but, like, she's not working with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll be like, oh, look, look at the video or look what he's doing. Oh, my God, he's, like, interviewing here, whatever. So I feel like I've gotten closer to her. And basically, she's, like, the only person I really hang out with, like, that I feel safe with because everybody else is not in my house. So, right. um. So we kind of always just do things together. And yes, we get on each other's nerves too, because I'm a Taurus and she's a Leo and we kind of crazy, <laughs> but we do get like, I feel like I have gotten to know her a little bit better as a person rather than like a mom. And the same with me, she's gotten to know me as a professional and, and she's like, she tells my brothers and sisters like, wow. Gabby works a lot. Like she is, she's like, she's passionate about what she does. That is like the coolest part, you know? That's, so that, that's I feel the like, nicest, that's the nicest compliment too. Yeah. For your own parents so, to see that like your own, you're working in what your passion is. I think that that's, that's, um, that's all you want from, for your children at the end of the day, you know, for them to be passionate about what they do and be happy. So that must be really like great for your mom to have experienced that seeing you through all of this i'm sure she wants you out of the house though because she's used to having the house to herself she needs some me time by you've been home um and it's funny because in the beginning i would be like you're not going anywhere not even I public remember you wouldn't let her leave the house and she was getting so mad at you but now she's finally like doing her thing she go she goes gets her nails done she goes to church like you know but I'm always like, hand sanitizer, mask. Please don't get close to people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mom, but anyway. But now I'm more flexible. I let her go out. Um, but yeah, I think she's definitely enriched my life. And I feel like the pandemic has definitely allowed me to spend more time with her. And as you know, as we get older, our parents age and, you know, things shift and, you know, they're not made forever. So I feel like I will value the time we had together during this craziness um but yeah so that's it and um what's been your favorite episode so far this year I know I know this year was kind of crazy for us because we had to like shift and do a lot of things ourselves which I think we need to give ourselves props we definitely did it did our thing my we favorite stayed consistent. yeah my favorite episode has to have been now I'm trying to think when we recorded last time because they aired later. Okay, so my favorite episode would actually be a pretty recent episode we had was Knessa. Knessa was Can by I far my favorite episode of 2020. I, she had so <laughs> much. Yeah, there's something, something really cool about Knessa that you yeah. can't like. Cool energy. And her story, you can tell she's like, a, I mean, all of the women that we interview are completely genuine, but I, I, I just, I felt her words. Every, every single thing that she spoke of, I, I, I couldn't relate, but I, I felt it. So that she, she had to have been my favorite episode. Yours? Well, I'm just going to shout out everybody because um, I, I have the <laughs> our IG open. So I really liked Christine. Remember from Oprah Magazine? She's oh. so, she her energy is through the roof. She's awesome. Um, I still follow her on Instagram and she is the funniest person on earth with her son. Um, 
then we had Yvette that I remember I cried and I was like, oh my God. Okay. But you see, Gabby, I can't, I can't remember. I feel like that was last year. <laughs> so I didn't even I think know, of that. It was this year. Wow. Okay. Keep going. Then we, remember we had, um, we had uh, Rebecca from your team. Oh, I love Rebecca Dorfman. She's the best. She's amazing. Yeah. She's from the Zumba team. Yeah. See, I forgot um, that she was this year as well. Jeez. This I didn't think she was this blur. year either. Then Daniela from Bonita Project. She's amazing as well. It's just that I feel like a lot of the girls are just so good that every episode has a magic to it. Um, granted there's episodes that just, just feel so like light and fun. And, um, and we just, you know, the energy, it, it just, it depends on the personality, but Denora was amazing. Then we had, um, Mirtha, uh, sorry, Martha. Well, we had Mirtha. Yeah. Mirtha was fun. Yeah. Oh, you know who else Julie- was fun? I let, I let, we had so much fun with her. Oh, yeah, she's awesome. And with all the energy, yeah. like, and, the, you know, all the stuff that we like as far as astrology. Um, and then we had, like, some really good moments where we, like, I feel like we gave back, like, with Carol and how, like, to shift during a pandemic. And I feel like I, I think our, our listeners not only we there was a point in time where we really like like dived into like this new shift and quarantine and how to live and how to lead during a pandemic i think it was truly important to service our listeners with the content that was relevant you know as, as soon as we started to live our life a little bit more like okay this is our new normal then i think we started to shift back into like regular programming but i think it was important for us to really give tools during such an uncertain time, you know, like it was like the dead, like we were in the midst of a pandemic that I felt like we both talked about, like, we definitely need to like talk about this. It can't be the elephant in the room. Yeah, for sure. So I'm proud of the stuff we did this crazy season with all of that going on. What's the biggest change that you need to make in the next 12 months? We're going into a new year. Okay, this I, I, I know off the top of my head. So I know that I need to be more present. So I have this really bad habit. When someone's talking to me, I'm in a meeting or I'm, I'm having, I'm on a call or anything, or even my husband's talking to me, I'm multitasking. So um, although multitasking is great, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a complete pro at it. I'm not Chris Jenner. So I... I need to, I need to pay more attention. I need to be more present. So that's a change that I am already starting. Since I already know that I have this issue, I'm already starting to make the change. That way, as soon as you know the next few weeks go by and it's 2021, I I I have it at the top of mind to be more present. Does that make sense? Think. Why do you think you feel like you have to be doing multiple things? Because there's not enough hours in the day, Gabby. I have so much work, you know. I lead a big team and 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 then I have a baby and then I have a husband that still needs attention no matter what. Like he he still deserves attention from his wife. I have um family, I have, you know, just I have the podcast. Um and and it becomes a lot. I'm very overwhelmed. So you feel like taking those five minutes to listen to other people, you're like, oh man, I'm losing five minutes. Is that how you think about it? I I do. So I think like 
so if this would have been a few weeks ago, Gabby, while we were doing this right now, we were talking, not if we had a guest, if it was just you and me, because I would feel more comfortable, I would actually be answering emails on my other screen at the same time. And that's not right. I need to be present. I need to pay attention. I need to absorb every single thing that it's being spoken to me because you that whoever I'm speaking to deserves that time, you know, like they, they deserve to have my undivided attention. So that's something that I need to work on. Yeah, I agree. And I think it'll give you a little bit of calmness because the more present you are, it's just like there's calm in it, you know, like mm -hmm. things can will happen, you'll get to them. Um, I am the same, but I, I specifically like to listen. I'm a listener, so I don't mind pausing, you know, but there's times where I'm very stressed that I can't just listen and fully just listen. Like I have to be multitasking as well, mm -hmm. but I'm glad. You're, you're noticing it so that you can make that shift. I noticed it when somebody from from work called me out on it. And I was like, damn, you're right. I'm not paying attention. I mean, I am paying attention, but it's not my undivided attention. It's not fair when they're seeing you on the screen. You know, you're having a meeting and then your eyes are constantly diverting to the next screen. And then they see you starting yeah. to type. And then you're the whole time you're shaking your head like you're listening. And you are listening, but it's... It's rude and I need to stop doing that. So <laughs> I'm learning. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Because you can tell when someone's not listening to you because they'll just be like, oh, really? Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah okay. Basically. And then you're like, this motherfucker's not listening to me. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I agree. Especially if you're like, yeah, like you're leading a team. They, everybody wants to feel heard, you know? Mm -hmm. Or at least my boss is paying attention to me exactly um that's a good one um i think i i really want to really get into my biggest change is my health like really get into like this mode of like really get down to like business with like being more healthy exercising you know being at my optimal weight like things like that i really do feel like my health has kind of taken a little bit of a toll this year because again of me overcompensating through like overeating and and just not being as active as I used to be I think that's kind of like where I shifted to when I was going through all of the mental changes because of the pandemic so I definitely want to like focus on you know being more healthy and or healthier and eating right exercising that's kind of like my thing but I feel like that's always been my thing um so I guess it's nothing new no but that, that but that's right. definitely my that that has always been your thing you've always been like you've always been pretty I, I, I whenever I've seen you you're an, you're a healthy eater you are you don't really divulge that much girl You don't, Gabby. No. Whenever we've been together, you're like the salad girl. And I'm like, I'll take the pasta and the extra bread with butter. And you're like, I'll do a salad with grilled chicken. That's because I had like probably a lot of pasta before that. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, maybe, but yeah, but I know. Huh? Maybe you guys can help me keep myself accountable. I really need to lose my baby weight. Like bad, bad. I haven't done anything the past year to even attempt to try to lose weight not even nothing I eat whatever I want whatever time I want 
I and it's bad. Like I really need to I probably have 10, 12 pounds left to lose, but those 10, 12 pounds are rough. <laughs> They're not easy to lose and I know it. So the sooner and I start, we- the better. Yeah, and as we get older, it's so much harder and um and now too as we get older, it's not even just about like looking cute, but that is like number 1. But <laughs> It's also about our health where, you know, it's like, I want to be a healthy person eventually. Like I want to have a child. So the healthier you are, the better, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I just think we need to change our mind about it. I think the mind is so powerful and maybe start with taking walks with Riley just to be active. Yeah, I, I, I was, and then I broke my feet. So. (laughs) I know. How, how are your toes doing by the I way? I can walk I can walk normal now. It, it's sore, but I can walk normal. Um I don't wear a boot anymore, but I can't wear closed toed shoes yet. So my feet get a little bit chilly, but that's okay. But uh, um it's getting there. It's getting there. I have an appointment. I have my last appointment I think next week and then I'll be done. And hopefully everything's fine and everything okay. it's setting and, and healing correctly. So once you fully heal, I suggest just start like with going for walks with Riley, taking her in her stroller and, and then just enjoying time with her being present. And then you get a little cardio. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I'm going to, it's the plan. It was what I was trying to do before. If you had to articulate a mantra for 2021, what would it be? Oh shit. Gabby. What? <laughs> I think I know yours. You just said it what did I say? I don't even know. More, your mantra should be, be present. Oh, yes. Be present. Be present. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it because I really don't know. That's a hard one. Um, Yeah, be present is my mantra. Thank you, Gabby. That could, that could be your theme for 2021. Yeah. Okay, it's going to be. I'm making it my theme. Good. What's your um, I, okay, well, I picked yours. Pick mine. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Uh, your mantra is going to be... <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. This is, like, hard. This is on the spot. This uh, is a quiz. You... I'm just kidding. <laughs> I failed. I just failed, but... I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention. No, okay. Let's think about it together because honestly, I haven't thought about it. But I think it should be um, just like... I have one for you. Believe it. Okay, go. No, go go ahead. Say it. And then I'll tell you what I was thinking. No, I want to hear One day at a time. That's what I was going to say for you. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's a great one. (laughs) You don't seem like you like it. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah, especially for someone that is very like worried about either the past or the future. It's like perfect. Well, that's that's like anxiety, people. It. It, that and that's why I said it because it's one day at a time. You're getting you're getting by. You do all you can do that day, and then just one day at a time. Amen. Oh, I like that one. And also, I maybe like um, believe in your magic. I feel that I have to believe in my magic a lot more. And that's a little, it. it sounds a little more inspirational. I like yours better. <laughs> uh, what do you think you need most right now? 
pasta. <laughs> um, what do I need most? Sleep. Definitely some sleep would be nice. Um, but that, that's not going to happen. So what do I need most right now? Realistically, it's going to be time. I need more time. I need more time to be able to spend. I feel very guilty, Gabby. I feel very guilty for not being able to give Riley enough attention, Ryan enough attention, the podcast enough attention, my job enough attention, because I, I feel like I'm being pulled in so many different ways. Um, so it's definitely time. What about you? What do you feel? But when you start getting really anxious like that or guilty, mm -hmm. go back to your mantra, be present. So what can you do right now that's going to make you, that's going to change that? Like, yeah. And, and just not, I think being a powerful woman in, in the position that you're in and being a mom and a wife, that's already doing so much service to Riley. So don't feel guilty about it. That's only going to empower her more. Thank you. I like that. I appreciate that. That's very true. And then I'm going to steal your mantra one day at a time. <laughs> yes. Um, what I want right now, I honestly just want like the simple things. I just want to be around my family, around my nephews, my nieces. Um, I just want to be able to hug and, and just love on people and for them to love on me. Like just very simple human need of like, connecting mm -hmm. that's it and um what's your biggest takeaway this season my biggest takeaway um my biggest takeaway has had to be you mean like this season within like what we've learned from the podcast or just in life in general yeah. The podcast, I was thinking more. Okay. So my biggest takeaway is always show up. I think that that's, uh, that's something that I continue to hear. And it's actually helped me in, in my in my day-to-day -day life. It's just continue to show up. Um, there's something I can't, I can't explain, but it speaks volumes when you're able, like if there's fear about something that you're doing, which that's happened. It's happened to me a few times this year. I've been very fearful of certain things. Um, the podcast and hearing the women continuously tell us that the number one thing that you need to do in order to, to get ahead, um, in life and in your career, in love, in business is to continue to just show up day in and day out. So I, I think that's been the biggest takeaway for me is remembering all those stories um, and just continuing showing up. I love that. I think you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And you show up, even though let's say you are fearful, I can't tell. Really? Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> because I know that maybe before I would be able to tell, but now you're just like a pro. Thank you. Thank so, you, Gabby. And I think I, I still think I have a little bit of more work to do, but it's uh, I'm, I'm getting better. And the listening part is what's also helping, you know? Yeah, because it could help you segue into different things that mm -hmm. you didn't even know. Right. Yeah. And then practice the mantra of be present. Yeah. Um, 
the takeaway for me has been I feel that it's it's in line with kind of what you're saying. And, and it's more like, man, we are just so much alike. Every woman that we have talked to, you, me, we all just want the same thing. It's like we're all cut from the same cloth. Mm -hmm. um, or the tribe of women that we talk to, the lesson is like, man, just, just go for it. You know, there's nothing to fear. Um, we all, there is room for all of us to win. There isn't like a scarcity of any sort. There's abundance always. That's the takeaway. And and be fearless when you do go for it. Be confident. And that's why my mantra, I wanted to be believing your magic because sometimes our own block is ourselves. And we have heard it throughout the conversations that we have. Everyone has imposter syndrome and that, oh my God, would that be something that I could do? Am I worthy of this? I don't think I, I don't think I belong there. I don't think I, I can get that seat at the table and that's bullshit. We know you can. We talked to a million CEO women, a million women that have come from the bottom up and have made it happen. Mm -hmm. So we have to stop talking that voice, you know? Yeah. We're, we are our own worst enemy sometimes because we do get in our heads so much and I mean we're all guilty of it and and it goes back to like that guilt too it's the fear and the guilt and not thinking that you can or are able to and that yeah we have to stop doing that it's bullshit what gives you hope right now the future the future the elections all of that is giving me hope. Um, my daughter. I'm, see, I'm always going to go back to Riley because I'm, I'm a mom now. I'm different. I'm so sappy now, Gabby. I've become a sappy person. I was such a hard-ass bitch before. I was quite yeah, hearted. And now I'm like... It's weird. <laughs> it is weird, right? I know. Um, yeah, I'm hopeful for the future. I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful for our children to make this a better place. I think that all the events that have occurred in 2020 have really, like I said earlier, it's given us um, conversations that were tough to have before. And we're having those tough conversations now. And that's where it begins. That's where change truly, truly starts. So I'm hopeful for our future and our children to make this a better world. Um, yeah. Amen. I am that I'm hopeful for you know us to kind of get in the groove of things and come back to like normalcy somehow mm -hmm. um I'm hopeful for you know what's in store for us as we keep doing good you know I think um the goal is always just to like service so I think that's always gonna be like the core for me and I think we're doing it in a good way and um, I'm just excited for the future and to see like how how much growth there could be um so just to wrap it up is there a special message of motivation or appreciation for our listeners that you'd want to give them um season three was tough but we got through it together yeah um season four we have a lot of a lot of um plans for our listeners that I'm excited for them to 
to listen to the new episodes we're going to be having coming up, the new guests that we're going to have. We're going to change it up a little bit. So um, I'm grateful for all of our listeners, everybody that tunes in every single week, the messages that we receive. Um, I'm, I'm happy to hear the stories of how um, listening to a certain episode or a certain person that we've had on has encouraged them to go for it, to leave something behind that was not right for them or to start something new that they've been wanting to start for a long time. So um, thank you everybody so much for for being here with us the past three years. Um, and the fourth year is going to be magic, I hope. Yeah, thank you to everyone that really supports us supports the cause gives us like a you know a review leaves us a comment likes our pictures um you really truly are the you know the kind of like the sauce to all of this without the sauce it, it wouldn't happen so thank you so much for listening for encouraging us for just also like i encourage you guys to continue to like believe in your magic because you guys are more powerful than you know. And um, I think it's taken us, me and Alex, a little bit of a, a time to get to that believe in your magic stage. And I know most of you are like in your 20s or early 30s. And at that time, you're still kind of questioning yourself. Well, don't do it. Don't do it. Believe in your magic already because it's there and it, it can never be taken from anybody. So let's really tackle next year with like a lot of hope, a lot of vigor, a lot of like soul and just remember just to be authentic and do what you love. And I think everything else will fall into place. Yes. And spread positivity, please. We that's that's what this world needs. Just positivity and kindness. Yes. Yeah, so thank you yeah. so much for listening and for this season and we pray that everyone is safe and healthy and if you've had a really tough year we pray that next year is just full of blessings and and that you know that you don't feel alone because you're not so thank you so much and alex it was fun it was fun and, and i'm excited um for the new year so we're almost there and we are going to be back very soon with season four lots of amazing guests new episodes and i cannot wait to uh, talk to you gabby <laughs> same thank you again everyone and have a blessed end of the year happy holidays and see you in 2021 you're listening to girls gone boss hosted by alex and gabby i love you guys oh yeah